Hey, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim. I'm excited about our guest today. He's been in our community for quite some time now. I had the pleasure of sitting down with him a few years ago, which is where my story starts with Adrian, and just listened to his fascinating story. I don't know. I think we talked for a couple hours that night, Adrian, and you were fairly new to the idea of selling online and at the time, serving admirably. If I remember correctly, I called him a hero and I still see him that way because he was serving as a police officer. And if I remember correctly, you've got military background as well, correct? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And man, just one of those frontline guys. I mean, like he's chased bad guys down the street, tackled them, broke his fingers and got shot at. I mean, he's one of these guys that just went from that to saying to himself one day, man, I got kids. I want to do something different. He found online business opportunities. He's risen in the ranks. He's now one of our coaches at Jim Cockrum Coaching. Just a high motivation guy. One of those guys that has the routine that you just look at. Uh, and we'll want to hear a little bit about your routine today, Adrian. He's one of these guys early to rise, hit it hard all day, You know, check off all 80 boxes of his to-do list and hit it again <laughs> the next day, man. He's one of those guys. Eats right, works out. Like motivational. So I'm really excited to turn the microphone over to Mr. Adrian Friday today. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, I'm doing awesome today. Doing awesome. Fill in some gaps on that story, man. Take us back and I'll (laughs) ask some questions as we go. Well, definitely the, the, um, we'll start with the spark. Okay. So during that conversation that we had in Vegas, um, that was kind of the permission slip that I needed. You know, uh, I know you always talk about the, uh, bringing dads home, but I had never in my life heard anything like that, you know, um, and sitting at the table, we were sitting there for over three hours, which I greatly appreciate you, the generosity, you know, we um, talked for three hours. I didn't, three hours. <laughs> the man. time flew by buddy. Wow. And how long, how long ago was that, man? I, it's been at least what, four years? 2014. Four years ago. Okay, that's when we met. I don't remember what that event was. I've been to Vegas for so many events. Do you happen to remember? The the Wholesale Sourcing Conference. Okay, yeah. We were there for ASD stuff, right. And uh, Right, okay, cool. Beautiful. All right, man. So yeah, we had a great conversation. (laughs) We were there at a table with a few other folks, but very quickly, my attention was just like on this Adrian guy. Like, what a fascinating Yeah, I we were thinking, man, I would love to see this guy get to be home with his with his kids, man. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was I was definitely, you know, breaking bones, um, and I say bleeding for this country, you know, for years. And so from um a combat veteran, I was paramilitary or mercenary for a while. And then I went from that to a police officer, uh, with a little bit of other jobs in between. But the the law enforcement was you know, definitely where I came to that, I have to do something different. You know, like I felt like I've served the country for long enough and I think I need to serve my family more at a higher capacity. And so, you know, that spark, <laughs> it was like you started a fire, you know, and it was like my whole um, attitude towards what's possible for my life changed. You know, uh, I, I started getting into the message boards you know, seeing the different businesses that were on the offline biz and the online biz uh, groups and like, wow, you know, like these people are doing so many different things. And so I had the shiny object syndrome for a while until <laughs> I found my niche. I found my, my little rhythm 
and uh, my rhythm was in Holso. Um, so once I got that little pocket going, man, it took off. And so uh, I would say just for anybody that's starting, you know, I would say find your individual weirdness, your individual um, the expression that you can bring to the market. You know, Amazon is a marketplace that is is built on new products coming in, not necessarily uh, jumping on other existing listings that are, you know, already around. No, the, the marketplace never expands if we just keep doing the same thing over and over and over. We have to bring those new products to the um, to the marketplace. And so, like, that's where I made my money. That's where I've made my six figures. That's where I made my income to quit my job, to do this full time for the last four, four years, you know, by letting go and doing what other people are not willing to do. I love okay. it. You know, you make a value, very important point. And I've said it before, but I love when someone who hasn't been doing this for 18 years comes along and reinforces, you know, mm-hmm. you came in and you're filling gaps in the Amazon marketplace. Mm-hmm. Some people are under the impression, Adrian, that Amazon's kind of full of all the good products. And it's a matter of, you know, going out and trying to find a cheaper price for the stuff that's already out there. And what you're saying is, no, bring new products to market. And it doesn't even have to be creating new products. It's just stuff that's not on Amazon yet. And let me just throw a number out there and see if this resonates with you, Adrian. It's my professional opinion, after having done this for quite some time, that Amazon has maybe 10 to 15% of the products that could be on Amazon at this point. That's a rough estimate. Meaning there's somewhere around 90% of stuff that's just not on Amazon yet that would probably do very well there. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree. I would agree. We haven't even really broke the mold on this stuff. And And that's not even counting the fact that every month there's cultural shifts. There's new trends and fashion and movies and new things that happen to our culture that create whole new categories of product. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about the stuff that's already out there. And I, I don't think Amazon's ever going to get past 20, 25% ever, no matter how hard they try. Jeff Bezos has the dream of being the everything store. They'll never get there because every, every day around the world, there's, I mean, you and I were just talking about a product you're working on, a new creation. Yeah. There's constantly going to be new stuff coming to the market. Yeah. They'll never catch yeah. up. So that's really kind of the wild west of all of this is bringing new stuff to market. So take us through your story. That's what, yeah, that's why it's so it's almost absurd <laughs> to to not bring products to Amazon because there's so much opportunity out there. Instead of fighting over the same listing, racing to the bottom, create something new. Like go onto these aisles if you're doing retail arbitrage and look at like what's missing, and don't be afraid to bring that product. Brand loyalty is out the window. It's gone. Be right. People are looking for quality. They're looking for a story. They're looking for something that they can connect with, you know? And so be that gap, be that gap filler, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, you're, you're basically telling the story of dynasty toys right now in a, in a way, you know, we start off not with a product, but with a story. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it this way, but it's very powerful to show up with a story that resonates that people share. And then you've got that audience. Right. 
And you could say, hey, audience, here's a product. And even if only a small percentage of them want it, well, you've got a lot of people now buying your product. If you stick it on Amazon, you've boosted it now into the first page of results, for example, where millions of strangers now see that same product. I mean, that's the story behind our laser toy products, our laser guns. There's other people out there with similar looking stuff. We blow them away. We destroy them because we have our own audience. We're not relying on Amazon's audience. So you say telling the story. Yeah, that's that's actually where we start before we even introduce a product. But that sounds complicated and intimidating to some people. I understand. So even if the only thing you do, I want to see if this resonates with you, Adrian. Let's talk to that new person out there for just a second. If the only thing you do is find products that aren't on Amazon yet and buy somewhere between three to five, maybe 10, if they're inexpensive or if you're bold, and send them in with some decent keywords that you think up off the top of your head, as the description and the product title. And that's all you do. Can that model work, in your opinion? In my opinion, that model will not work in the current um, PPC, CPC uh, environment. So improve, improve on that model. What, what skills would I need to bring to the table to make that work? Well, you're going you're gonna to need tools like Merchant Words. You're not going to be able to just think things off the top of the head. You're going to need a little bit more help. Because there's software, there's software out there that is analyzing the marketplace that has taken it to a whole other level. Where if you're not competing on that level, then you're going to get swallowed up. Okay, and so we these are not the days of just kind of destroying the listing up. It's like being, um, I don't want to use a needle in a haystack, but you're just one person in the crowd of like a million products saying, "Hey, buy mine, buy mine." And it's like no. We need more than that. We need to approach influencers. We need to approach build um, fan groups on Facebook. If there is, if it's not a keyword sexy uh, product, then you need to educate people. And this is what Facebook comes into into play. You know, if it's something that is um, more like makeup, cosmetics, things like that, more trendy lifestyle photos are really effective in educating people. Then Instagram is your platform. And so knowing what product that you have and then where to pivot that marketing for the product or the education for it, where do you tell your story and where is that story going to be best received? That is what you need to start with instead of this keyword, keyword, keyword. You can have no keywords. You can just have the crappiest title in the world. But if that thing is being pointed from the correct platform, you're going to get sales. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's an unstoppable system. I completely agree with you. It is bringing your own traffic to Amazon. Completely yeah. unstoppable. That's what our proven audience formula strategy is all about. And I understand, again, to some people that sounds intimidating, but it's just not. Maybe you could give us an example from your arsenal, either a student or one of your products where not to put you on the spot, and we didn't talk about this beforehand, but <laughs> you know, give good. us an example of, of an audience being brought to Amazon to propel a product. You know, the Dynasty story has been told multiple times. Uh, so people, if they've listened to other episodes, past episodes, they've heard that, heard us discuss. You know, we, we're coming into this Q4, Adrian, with millions of people who are either pixeled on Facebook, which simply means they've seen one of our ads and Amazon, and sorry, Facebook lets us ping them again if we right, want to, right. because they've seen one of our videos or interacted with us in some way on Facebook. Millions. And we can hit them with another ad anytime we want to. That's a 
big advantage that we have for all of our toys, not just for the specific products that they've seen in the past. But what what stories do you have where you've you've successfully brought an audience to Facebook and succeed? Before you answer that, I just want to fill in one one other little gap too. And we haven't told enough of your story yet either. No, we're, we're, <laughs> we're jumping all over. We'll jump around. Um, but I do want to say I happen to know firsthand that that model that I proposed. I know someone who that's all they do is spend twenty to fifty dollars a time test products on Amazon, guess at the keywords using no tools. And they're doing really well. If something doesn't sell, they don't buy any more of it. If it takes off, they do buy more of it. So I'm just saying, even if that's your security level, that's all you're willing to do, at least get in there and try and fail at that. But the right. big numbers, the right. big numbers can come from having your own audience. And that's when you can get off Amazon and even get into other platforms. So if that's set up, Adrian, give me give us an example if you got something that comes to mind. Well, we could talk about uh, one of my products. I want to talk about specifics of it, but I have offline. I have a waiting list that is going to be about two months just getting to this product. Okay, just I, I can't even produce enough of it to get to Amazon yet. <laughs> and so this is because I established myself as the expert off off of Amazon. I established myself in the Facebook group, the biohacker community, as an expert, you know, just getting in there, answering questions, just delivering value. Gary V wrote a book that jab, 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 right hook. Yes. Model that I use, going there, give, 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 then ask. I gave so much over the last few years that when I asked for something, it was like, it was overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Never asked. I never asked for anything. I helped everybody on their projects. I helped everybody if they needed photos for products, if they needed like reviews, whatever you needed. I was there for you, you know? And it's just, you had a question about uh, what's the best kettlebell workout? What's the best uh, antioxidants? What's the best this? You know, I was there for everybody. So when I came with my ask, blew me away. Yeah, you you, you know what? You're you're kind of living proof that this is a, we're actually in a relationship business. As much as impersonal as the internet feels sometimes, really it's, you're going to look back at your story and everyone does this. You know, you can look back. It's like the answer to every challenge I faced along the way, it ended up being a person, not necessarily a tool or an event. It was the people behind the tool. It was the people who attended the right. event. It was the conversations yeah. that I had. It was, you know, those are the things that get you over the hump. So if you go in and just serve, 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 that's why I love the My Silent team. It, to my knowledge, our Facebook community, and for those listening, we'll stick a link in the show notes like we always do to all the interesting stuff that we talk about today. You can go to silentgym.com slash podcast. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, just look down some, we've got, uh, a lot of people who are starting to watch us on YouTube, I say about 95% still just listen, but no matter how you're listening today, there'll be a link near this so you can check this stuff out. But our Facebook group coming up on 50,000 people, it's free. There's nothing like it anywhere else because it's in our charter. It's in our founding principles that we welcome new people, ask your questions. We're going to help you out. And if you've been around a while, help people out. So we're fostering this whole thing of serve, 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 serve before you ever ask for anything. So it's a brilliant strategy that you've deployed without even knowing it was a strategy. It's just basically being a good human, but you build a relationship, right? Being a good person. Being a good person. 
It, it works the same with wholesale. It works exactly the same with wholesale. When I go to America's Mart, those contacts who know me, who I've just delivered value to, they hug me. They, oh, you know, it's kind of like, but it's the relationship. You know, a lot of these reps, they've worked for multiple companies throughout their lifetime. And so they're going to take you along with them as they grow their product. You know, they're going to go, they're going to take you along with them. Mm-hmm. And so building these relationships is crucial. Yeah. You know? Um, there's a there's a compounding effect to relationships. Sorry to interrupt you, but I was just I was having this conversation with my 18 year old, and mm-hmm. he, you know, I started thinking entrepreneurial in my early 30s. So he doesn't just have a 10 or 12 year head start on me in relationship years because he's building relationships with great people. There's a there is a almost like a, a there's a curve almost like investing at a, you know and reinvesting your income. There's a curve that happens yeah. where you start just great opportunities falling in your lap about, you know, for me, it started happening about 15 years in where it's just, you know, this thing's just lighting up with opportunities every day, you Mm -hmm. know, right? because of relationships I established 10, 12, 15 years ago. And it's finally at that tipping point where I'm the guy in people's heads that top of mind when they think I need an internet marketing expert. I need someone who knows what they're doing about with Amazon, with, you know, an Amazon training course. There's a thousand courses out there, but we're top of mind for tens of thousands of people. Why? We've been doing it the right way a long time. So that tipping point comes slowly. So you're taking the slow path. The relationship path is the slow path, but there's an exponential curve. There's a hockey stick to it. Yeah. It's incredible. And to think that, that my son will be experiencing that in his mid-20s, whereas yeah. it took me till I was almost 50. <laughs> like there's a lot of life left to live with all those strong relationships that he's building, right? Right. Big advantage there. So you're starting to feel some of that. But I just wanted to interject that it's it's a slow process. Relationships take time. You have to be a genuine person. It is, it is a slow grind, and it, yep. it 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 it's sometimes it's hard when you're looking at people like you know oh they're posting these numbers and they say oh I hit a million <laughs> I hit a million and I'm you know and I, I've been around just as long but I really had to go inside of myself and really block out the traffic. You know, you guys don't see me that much on the boards and stuff. It's because I, I'm focused. Um, and I have my mission. I have my path. And I'm going to stay in alignment with that regardless. You know, they are not my competition. I am my only competition. Mm, that's that good. Every, every day. You know, every day I wake up, we talk about the routine. <laughs> I'm up at 4 a.m., you know, every day. You know, I get up at 4 a.m. and I trade stocks. I'm a professional trader from, you know, from 4 till about 6. And then I do my dad routine where I'm cooking breakfast, getting everybody up, dressed, out to school. And then after that, I go into, uh, I trade the market open, the New York open. And I do that till about 11 a.m. Work out after that. Um Two times a week, yoga. The other times a week, I'm throwing kettlebells, doing all kind of crazy tire pulls um, and stuff. And then when it and comes you, to... You run, you ride your bike. Yeah, you're these, run, you're, I ride about We were talking about, we were swapping stories, man. Like you, <laughs> you got me beat on the health routine, dude, but I, I'm hanging in there for an old guy. <laughs> yeah. But after that, you know, about 1, 1 p.m. is when I start Amazon. And then I'm doing Amazon for the rest of the evening, coaching calls, uh, sourcing products, talking to manufacturers, wholesalers. And so uh, that's about 1 p.m. to about maybe 9 at night. 
nine, ten at night. So next day, get up, do it again. You know, I don't take weekends off or anything like that. This is an everyday regimen. You know, I created, I've turned, um, if I could summarize this, uh, I guess it would be create a life that you don't need a vacation from. Dude, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be the essence of what I'm doing right now. People from the outside, it might look like, dude, you're working 24-7. No, this is fun. Like, um, um, <laughs> like, man, there's not a second of this that I don't enjoy. You know, you're just, like, just having, yeah. And and I can attest yeah. to the fact that, you know, I made the comment before we started recording, but this is true. I mean, I, you know, those watching on YouTube will see, you know, you look at Adrian, try to guess his age. He looks a lot younger than he really is, <laughs> but he looks younger now than when I met him yeah. four years ago. Because I remember when I met and we were talking in Vegas and you say it was three hours, man, time flew that evening, apparently, because I remember it being about an hour, hour or so, but um, <laughs> Just like, here's a guy who looks about 10 years older than he is because he served his country. He's fought the bad guys, both home and abroad, and he's wearing the battle scars on his face and in his soul. And I'd love to be a part of seeing this guy get to come home. And here you are now, four short years later. And, I, and honestly, you look, you know, to me, six to eight years younger than you did then. It's like a 10-year swing, man. Uh, just life is treating you well. I would challenge you to consider one thing. Just one thing. Take a day a week off, man. I mean, Take I think the Hebrews know what they're talking about when they when they talk about the Sabbath, dude. I mean, I think it's built into you yeah. can do this seven day a week thing for a while, and I I applaud it. But yeah. there'll come a season where you realize I need a day a week where I just chill. I don't know you if it's I, I did I did spend this last weekend at uh, Amelia Island down in Florida. There you go, man. There you so go. I, I, I do take breaks. So don't. Yeah, good. There you go. There you go. Because I don't want to see I don't want to see my 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 buddy burn out. But, uh, man, yeah, but you're a ball of fire, man, and doing into all kinds of great things. People love having you as your as the coach. Nothing but great feedback. Uh, you've been on our team for when did you join our team? About six eight months ago. Oh, it's actually over a year. It's been a year. No, and we've got. You have to forgive me, man. We've got. I I think. 35, 40 coaches at this point, some mm-hmm. of whom I've never even met, which is just crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just because we, it's so many great success. You know, it, you're another example of how we, I, we don't really recruit. We just notice people who are succeeding, who have a, who have a giving heart, who like helping others succeed. And we go to them like we did to you and said, Hey, you want to help a few other people out? You know, share your journey, coach them into the kind of success that you've had expose them to the resources that we have because you're familiar with them. You're interested. And yeah, we start sending you a handful of people. And if it goes really well, well, we, we send you more. And you're one of those guys that we sent a handful and then it went really well. So now we're sending you a lot of coaching. Yeah, yeah I have a lot. And uh, well, how, how many do you have at any given time? Like what's your, uh, what's your coaching routine look like? I'm just curious what your level right is. Now, uh, right now, it's about 20 to 30, I think, right now with this moderate gotcha. Gotcha. And we're very respectful of our coaches' time. I mean, they, you know, if, if it's ever too much, you know, you, you know where, your, where your boundaries are. We're like, hey, no, can't take any more right now. Um, you know, so we're always recruiting new great coaches because we're growing rapidly. But you've been a big part of that, man. You've been a huge, you've played a really big role in helping a lot of people succeed and uh, just got this infectious personality and energy. We appreciate you, man. Uh, just a, just a, a great coach. Appreciate you. 
But hey, what else would you like to share with folks? We started talking a little bit about wholesaling. Maybe you could say, hey, if someone's brand new to this wholesale thing, where should they start? Or if they're new to Amazon, just you know, stop, talk to some of those newbies out there. And then maybe we'll talk to some, some of you who are stalled. Like you've tried the wholesale thing, but you're kind of stalled out. Maybe we'll try to give them some pointers and tips. But let's address those two groups for the next few okay. minutes. Well, I mean, we could kind of cover both of them um, because it's, sure. it may be just a unrealistic idea of what's supposed to be happening with Amazon or the returns, you know? And so if you look at my schedule, the way that I have everything structured, my private label products, they usually take about a month turnaround before they get to the warehouse and they're being processed and um, that whole process. So a month. And then while I place those orders, I'm waiting on my wholesale products. Okay. My wholesale products have about a three-week turnaround. So when the month ones, I'm waiting on the shipments to come in. I'm start doing a switch over to wholesale. Wholesale takes about three weeks. While I'm in between the wholesale, I'm doing OA. And then when I'm waiting on my OA orders to come in from Target and all these other places, I'm doing RA. And so every single day, there's something to do. No like, question. Don't be just tunnel vision. Yes, I go thrifting. Yes, I sell books. Yes, I'm going to garage sales. Yes, I'm, dude, I'm, <laughs> what is your excuse? Like, there, there's absolutely no reason for you not to make money. In did this, I, this when market. we met in Vegas, did I use the, uh, the line? One of my favorites is, you know, once, once you see the world properly, you see $100 bills blowing around in the wind. Did we discuss that? Is, yeah. or is, is that not true? Is that not true? It's like, I didn't start making money until I stopped chasing money. Okay. Yes. When you stop chasing it, you see opportunities everywhere. That's right. Okay. And just the way that I approach like private label. Okay. If I go into, I find a gap in the market. I try to find a product that already exists first before I put up my own money to private label that thing. And so I go and I find wholesalers because I found a gap. And so I go and find a wholesaler. If the wholesaler doesn't want me to carry their product on Amazon, and then I try to partner with them. And so I always have a pivot. No matter what the situation is, there's a pivot to move over. Oh, you don't want me to be a wholesaler? So how about I do a listing audit? And here, you can make these improvements. You can have that for free. Take me five minutes to do, but here, this is value. Here's some back-end keywords you can put to increase your sales. That person's going to probably call you back in the next three months. Yep. Consultation. Yeah. That was a brilliant bit of advice right there because some people think, well, wholesaling means I call one wholesale company after the other and say, hey, can I sell your stuff on Amazon? No. Hey, can I sell your stuff on Amazon? No. Hey, can I sell your stuff on Amazon? No. But if you come with just a, just a little bit more creativity and energy and say, hey, I noticed your stuff on Amazon. I think we could be doing a whole lot better. And you know, th- th- what I like about that model, it's, it's actually one of the modules in the Proven Amazon course is our PPP, Proven Product Partnering, where there's zero investment on your part mm-hmm. and you're going with a can't lose proposition to these brands and saying, yeah. you know, here's, here's my basic pitch. I'm part of a 50,000 person community of people who live, eat, breathe, sleep selling on Amazon and selling creatively online. I see some huge potential in your product. And for no money out of your pocket, I want to take a stab at doing something special if you'll let me. Right, right. Who's going to say no to that? 
Unless they've got hired somebody on staff who they're paying $150,000 a year to play that role, which no one does. They're going to be crazy not to take you up on your offer. Next thing you know, you're getting a percent. Or they may say, hey, we'll just move it through your Amazon account. We're done with Amazon. Well, you're our exclusive seller. Just sell it through your account. And you don't have to you don't have to pay anything up front for the inventory. No, zero. And that's the thing. If you're starting out, there's no excuse. Partner with somebody, partner with an existing product, partner with people on Kickstarter, partner with people on Indiegogo. Like yep. go oh my God, go to YouTube. Okay. Go to YouTube and look at what your kids are watching. Look at the unboxing videos. Contact those manufacturers. Like Opportunity is everywhere, yeah. literally. Yeah, on it Etsy, really is. On Etsy, everywhere. <laughs> something I love about our coaching program too is you're not going to get... And early on, we were kind of pushed. People wanted us to have like a format and a format. Everybody goes through the same training. And there's some value initially. Like we got to get some initial data from you. And there's a little bit of that. But after that, it's like, hey, your personality, your connections, your relationships, your experiences, your income, your geography your educational background, your confidence level, all these things play into what you're going to be able to accomplish. So we're going to work on all those and we're going to find the low-hanging fruit. And you mentioned OA and RA. Some people, I mean, I I just learned a couple of days ago that uh, those are a couple of different types of arthritis. (laughs) Some people, when they say (laughs) OA and RA, they're like, oh, rheumatoid arthritis and osteoporosis or something, right? (laughs) So like, no, OA and RA, that's arbitrage. That's what we call mm-hmm. retail arbitrage, online arbitrage. Basically, either getting online and going to a retail store, buying stuff for less money off the shelf and flipping it on Amazon or online somewhere for more money. The opportunities are ridiculous, endless. I mean, right now as we're recording this, Adrian, we've had a bunch of people get into our Q4 groups, just never sold anything online before, jumping in and killing it. With that, just that basic. So when you don't know what to do one day, you're out with the kids running some errands. It's like, hey, let's take let's take a few minutes, go over here, teach them some math skills. You know, get in there. And I've scanned with my kids before. I get their phone, download the seller app, and hey, they can scan just as easy as I can. Let's go hit the let's go hit the clearance aisle at some toy sec, toy store, right? And their reward for finding some stuff is we buy a toy. It, you know, it's yeah. chances to educate and and to to make money and have fun with your family. Opportunity. Have you tracked the profitability of your kids' fines? The I've, profitability of I've separated my kids' fines in uh, inventory. Uh, no, so, I, I haven't. That's a beautiful yeah. idea. You can reward them specifically for the stuff they find. I love it. Exactly, and so you can see, like, hey, Ian's being you. You might want to step your game up, Ethan. You know, and so it's like all separated by what they find in the stores. And so I put like codes. For my Ethan, Ian, Aiden, so everybody has like their own designation. So I could track your profitability. That's awesome. Now, you know, my mom runs that side of my business. And what we do, um, I know when we're naming our SKUs, the name that only we see, we use Mm -hmm. the date that we bought it and then where it was from with a little two two letter initials and then who bought it with another two letters. So it, that's neat. And then what we paid is the last number. Mm-hmm. So you come up with your own little code as you're entering your, your items so that you can easily look back at just that. I know a lot of retail stores will do that. If you know how to read the code, you can see how long it's been on the shelf, when it expires, what they paid for, what the bottom price is that they'll accept. You know, some stores do that. 
So we do the same thing in our, in our you said you use inventory labs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, cool. Yep. And, That's and a great so idea, it's, though. It's the same thing, just changing that, putting the code with their name in there. And I do the same thing with the, the companies that I partner with. Um, this past weekend, uh, while down in Florida, I stopped at a farmer's market. And from that farmer's market, I got two brand new wholesale accounts. Just walking through the farmer's market down there. And so... That's beautiful. We have, a, we have incredible stories that start that way. I mean, for those who... It reminds me of Barrington McIntosh. He was one of our coaching students and he lived in Jamaica. We said, hey, find some local products that aren't on Amazon yet. Throw them on Amazon. See what happens. And he became the, the online coffee king of the universe in about a year and a half. <laughs> like he's, anybody who's anyone who sells coffee in Jamaica yeah. knows Barrington. He, like, he is their exactly. guy. Right. Yeah, Barrington's the reason that I have a coffee line. You know, like he, he helped me start mine. And so right. I'm right. my coffee locally here in Memphis. Yeah. I mean, you, you jump back eight years ago or so, he'd never sold anything yeah. online. And he was one of our coaching right. students looking for right. advice. And the, the advice we gave him was the same thing we're saying now. Find something that's not on there yet and test it out. What, right. what harm can come from that? You learn how to set up a listing. You put it out there. Okay, so no one buys it. Move on to another product, right? Yeah. But in his case... It sold. It sold fast. It took off, and every he just kept dropping different brands, and they kept selling fast, right? And remember our original premise, Adrian, and I want to make sure the listeners understand this: ninety percent of what could be on Amazon just isn't there yet. It's not there. It's just not, not there. there. Yep, not there. And like, don't be afraid of no. Learn to love when people say no. Mm, that's like, good. If, if I come to you and I try to open a wholesale account, you say no. Then I try to partner with you. You say no. Now you just created competition. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, you want to be a competitor of mine. Okay. Game on. I give you a chance. All right. Now I'm going to go crab label. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm yeah. going to try wholesale first. If it, because before I even start this process, I've already verified using the data. And the data basically increases the probability of you making that sale once you get the product to market. And so I already know I'm locked in on this category mm-hmm. or this niche. And so when I go to the wholesaler, I already have my mind made up. And so I can be a little bit more assertive with that because I know this is going to sell. They don't know, but I know it's going to sell. So if they say no, you just create a competition. That's <laughs> right. And That's so now I go... <laughs> Have you played around much with um, with PPI? Have you been through that module in the Proven Amazon course yet? The PPI? I haven't been that yet. Dude, uh, you need I'm to check it out. You need uh, to check it out. Because you know, the, you know the basic premise, and for the sake of the listener, you know, and this is actually a good point to illustrate now, not all of our coaches are experts in every area that we teach. But PPI is what put, really what put Brett, my partner Brett Bartlett, on the map mm-hmm. with us, where they basically run test ads in Amazon, not to try to sell product. Let's say you've got those five or 10 units of your product and your initial data through whatever tool you use, say, yeah, this is a hot product. The only way to know for sure if it's truly hot or not, in our opinion, is to run some test ads and see how many sessions are generated, how many people are looking for that keyword phrase that you use to send traffic mm-hmm. to your item. That, and that's it. So you come up with the ideal, because it doesn't matter what tools you're using, the actual data trumps the tool every time. Exactly. Where you say, okay, we put this product up for sale using this keyword phrase as our 
target for our ad. Mm-hmm. And that phrase had 1,500 people use it yesterday, that exact match right. phrase. So we know exactly how many people yesterday typed in that phrase. And yeah. we could say, that is the winning phrase. Until we come up with another phrase better than this one, that this is, is a winning phrase. Yeah. And, and that's the yeah. phrase we're going to target. You know, it doesn't matter what all the tools are saying. This phrase is gold because it's, it's the only way to get data directly from Amazon. And the way I think of it is it's the only way to get Amazon to tell you exactly what you should be selling and what keywords you should be using. All the other tools are using guesses at the data and some of them are good. But if you can get Amazon to tell you those two pieces of information, right. what people are searching for and how frequently they're using certain search terms, man, that's gold. What, they're basically Amazon telling you what product to sell. I think if you yeah. added that to your arsenal, dude, You'd, you'd have a blast. As much as a data guy as you are, you'd really... Yeah, I have a slight variation of that, you know, that I do currently, but I think that uh, I'll definitely pick up a whole lot of ideas from looking Absolutely. at Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll dive into it, man. We, we've got some people who just geek out. That's all they do is geek out on PPI, man. <laughs> we've got PPI coaches. You know, we've got three of them. That's all they coach. And yeah, I always say that you got you to gotta bribe Amazon for them to tell you the secrets. Yeah, you pay you pay them a little mu- little ad money, yeah. but you know, ten twenty dollars spent, and you you know a lot. Right. Exactly, you know, you gotta like you gotta bribe them a little bit. Okay, give me the give me the data, give me the reports, and all right, now I have to find which mix I'm gonna tackle next. So. Beautiful. Well, hey, man, I, as we start to land this plane, I've got a little girl who's itching to uh, get daddy to the pet store, man. So that's my gig the rest of the day. But um, I'd love to hear what advice you'd give. Just I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. You take this wherever you want. You know, the people that are listening to this show, some people are skeptical. Is this stuff real? Some people are thinking, oh, I've tried and it's not working yet. You know, let's speak some encouragement and specific direction. You know, you, you mentioned that conversation we had four years ago. Well, you have a chance to be that role for a whole bunch of people. Any given episode of this eventually listened to by 15, 20,000 people. And a lot of them are skeptics, you know, let's, let's talk to them for a minute. Um, Look, if you are worried about the past, you know, I can roll down a whole bunch of lists of reasons why I shouldn't be where I am today. Okay. I, um, minority. I grew up in the project. I was abandoned by my parents. I was rattle on, rattle on, rattle on, rattle on. I was homeless in 2010. I was, okay, I've been there, done that. But there has to be a day where you take that person, you take the failure, the pain, the fear, you take it and you box it up. And you start changing the input that's coming into your life. Okay. If you're not happy with the output that you see, change the input. Okay. Stop leaving so much space throughout your day for, for you to think about the failures, for you to the fear to suck back in. Block your schedule, stick to it. Commit to something. Find a why. My kids are my why. And I knew that I was not gonna be there for my kids if I kept putting my life on the line every single day in order for to get a paycheck. It was not worth it in the end. You know, the most rewarding thing that I've ever experienced is to be able to take a year off to be with my son after he was born. There's no way that I could do that working a nine to five for somebody. That's the power of owning your own business. That's the power of getting linked up with a community 
that is going to support you and deliver relevant, actionable advice to you daily. You got to get with a coach. I don't know one successful person in this community that does not have a coach. You need that. That is the express lane to the top. Okay. Because you're not going to start from where I started and get to where I am because I'm already, I'm always going to be five years ahead of you because I'm not going to stop. So if you want to get to where I am quickly, then you need to come to me (laughs) or one of our other coaches. But back to the story, like, get serious about this, okay? Like, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You're like a battery. Every decision that you make, everything that you put your hands on, you're using a little bit of that power. You're using a little bit of that energy. And when you deplete that, you're gone. Game over. So what are you using your energy on? Are you using your energy on profit-producing tasks? Are you using your energy on propagating more fear in your life? Keeping yourself on the, the wheel, living check to check. You've got to take the leap. You've got to take a risk sometime in your life in order to realize something higher. You've got to learn how to face that fear. And it's going to be becoming intimate with what is uncomfortable, becoming intimate with looking inside, intimate with what's inside you, your self-talk. Don't be afraid. That's beautiful, dude. I might have to play that last two minutes to myself every morning when I wake up the next couple of <laughs> no, Really, you, you have a gift and it comes from a very genuine place. I mean, you were, you haven't even shared, you know, I, I remember some of the details from four years ago and some of them we just spoke, you know, you were to the point you were sharing with me just a few minutes ago. You couldn't remember more than two digits of a number. Oh, yeah. This because is, your, um, your brain was in um, such a hard place. That's yeah. not all that long ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is a year and a half ago, uh, guys. This is I suffer from PTSD combat, okay? And I've had episodes where the stress gets so heavy that my memory starts to just compress. It just, I I literally, it feels like I'm losing everything. And um, it got so bad a year and a half ago, I couldn't remember. I went to a family reunion. I couldn't remember anybody's name. I couldn't remember more than two digits at a time as far as number sequences. Um, I would, you know, people say, oh, I walked in the room and I just forgot what I was doing. This is every day, like all day. I'm just forgetting what I was doing, where I was going, directions to get to places. And so um, social anxiety was like crazy where I couldn't go into a restaurant. I would just sit in the car, gripping, white knuckling the steering wheel, like terrified to get out of the car. Um, and so this is the reality of PTSD, you know, and, and these are things that I've had to overcome and push through in order to like make this happen for my kids, you know, to, to come home to my kids and give them that better life because I'm not sacrificing for them. I know everybody's like, I do this for my kids. No, do it for yourself because the better you do, the more they're going to benefit automatically. So don't ever sacrifice for them. Do it for you. Get up in the morning for you. Push hard for you. That's beautiful, man. When when you're on an airplane, they tell you with the oxygen masks, hey, if uh, the loss of cabin pressure happens, put your oxygen mask on yourself first because you're no good to anybody if you're passed out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Right? If you're dead, what does it matter? 
Yeah. So if you want to in order to serve well, you've got to take care of yourself first. And there's nothing selfish about that. Um, Taking good care of yourself, which, which you're doing an admirable job at. And buddy, I know there's a, there's a product that you're working on. We'll have you back and maybe we'll launch it in this community that you're super excited about. It's a private label product you're hoping to bring to the world that is going to, You know, it's it's something that changed your life, and you got so involved in it that that you're trying to produce it now. So we'll save that story for another time. But yeah, I think this community could benefit. You know, I've I've got two people that I love that deal with PTSD and struggle through daily. So I know that I know it's a very real thing, man. It's not just about being yeah. jumpy when you hear loud noises. There's a lot of other stuff going mm-hmm. on up here yeah. that, yeah. that makes day to day life, you know, a, a challenge at times. But but you've yeah. overcome it in an admirable way. I think this is one of those episodes that's going to uh, inspire and encourage and five, 10 years from now, you'll be hearing from people that say, hey, I heard you win. And that was a turning point. <laughs> so you're, you're impacting and influencing a lot of lives. And it, it is a honor and a pleasure to partner with you, Adrian. Hope you realize how, how meaningful this is for me as well. Hey, definitely. 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 This is a, um, I definitely don't take the, the opportunity lightly, you know? Um, I said that I would be here when we first met. <laughs> you know, I vaguely remember that. I have a lot of people say those kind of things to me, but I, you like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I remember yeah. that. You, you, had a, you had a glint of determination in your eye. I remember that. <laughs> I said, watch me work. I said, I'm be there. <laughs> And you know, um, the observation I, it, you've probably one of those guys that firmed it up in my mind. You know, I, I like having these questions if like answer these three questions and I'll tell you your future, you know, like I like analyzing people that way because I, I encounter a lot of people and I have very short time to kind of, you know, sum up who I'm dealing with. There's just a few questions I'll ask people. And one of them is, you know, tell me your routine. And if on any of these questions, if the person starts off with, well, it's game over. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know all I need to know, but like, exactly. You know, it, it's kind of like, uh, I've encouraged my daughter, like, you know, one of the questions I'm going to ask guys that you bring home is, tell me what you do for work, son. And if he says, well, game over. <laughs> you <know. laughs> Super right, so that's one of the questions is, you know, tell me about your routine. The other is, you know, what kind of people do you like hanging out with? You know, tell me about the people you hang out with the most, right? That'll tell you a lot about a person, right? Yeah, Just those two questions right there. But you're a routine guy. And I remember thinking, man, this guy even at that time when you were struggling and about to go through one of the hardest times of your life, you had a routine. Like you told me that the 12 things that you do before you go to bed every night, I do this, and this, and this, then I turn off these items and I set my alarm for this time. And I'm like, this dude's going, this dude's going places. <laughs> I remember thinking that, like, I don't do all that stuff, man. I drift off to sleep somewhere between yeah, 10 and 11, you know? We'll get into the details in uh, part two. We'll, get- <laughs> we'll do it, man. Because I think you'll have some people asking that. You're going to have a book. You're going to, you've got a book in you, dude. I want you working on it. All right, man. I'll do that. You've got an incredible, and we'll, we'll push it to the top of Amazon. This community will jump in and buy a bunch of it. I know I will, but I think I'm going to wrap it up here, Adrian. This has been a lot of fun for me, dude. And it's just a pleasure hanging out with you every time, brother. Uh, But hey, listeners, silent sales machine nation, if you will, business building warriors, man, this was a great time. And and trust me on this one. uh, You'll want to jump over and watch the YouTube version if you're just hearing the audio because Adrian just exudes this energy and this determination. Uh, 
and, and motivation, man. I feel motivated. I want to work three more hours today. I was about to quit because <laughs> of Adrian. Man. He's just a brilliant guy. But hey, if you want to work with someone like Adrian or one of our other fantastic coaches, go to jimcockramcoaching.com. Again, that'll be in the show notes, either below this if you're watching the video or somewhere near the video or at silentgym.com slash podcast. But hey, business building warriors, no matter where you are, you know we're in your corner. Adrian and I are rooting for you. We want you to succeed. We want you to join this community, be a part of encouraging others. And from me to all the listeners today, God bless you. Stay on the path. Keep fighting. We'll do this again real soon. Talk to you then.